Hey there, this is B. Wendy Jackson. I wanted to quickly interrupt you before you listen to the next episode. Listen, thank you for your support with the podcast. Uh, those of you who've been following me since January 2020, I really appreciate you. I want to hear from you. You can send me a message at info at AAOP as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in Snake dot net. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, would you do that for me, please? It also allows people to find the, the podcast. Um, this is growing. The podcast is growing and I'm so excited. I've had to update my little commercial because my name has changed and my website has change in terms of where you receive the books. So if you have not purchased your books, uh, I got the opportunity and the gift to, to write two books. One of the first one is empowerment for you, encouragement for your emotional and spiritual wellness. Listen, I love this book. Um, it is definitely a book that invites you to experience hope, help, and healing. And every page, every chapter is really filled with um, insight, information, and inspiration to be able to help empower you, to be able to help you walk in freedom. I include specific practical tips to help you take charge and take possession of your thoughts and really, really um, just control your 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 behaviors or, uh, or impact your behaviors and impact some changes in your life, cause some changes in your life. And then the second book is Empower to Empower Your Reflection Workbook. Love this book as well because it's based on specific podcast episodes where you listen to some episodes and you are able to dive deep into some reflection. I give you some prompts so that you don't have to wonder or think about where, how do I start to reflect? What do I even write? The prompts are already provided for you. Isn't that awesome? So there are also blank pages for you to journal um, or whatever you want to do, right? And so I just invite you, you can go on Amazon and just look for Be Wendy. So I don't want to cause any confusion. My my maiden name is Bob. So people have known me for as Be Wendy Bob for so long. And then July, 2022, I was blessed to get married, to be married. And so now I'm Be Wendy Jackson. Uh, so Amazon, you could just search for the books, Be Wendy uh, Bob, and you will find those two books come up. If you have any questions, you could email me. Uh, you can also find the resources on my website, aaopcs.net. That's AAO, P as in Paul, C as in Charlie, S as in snake.net. Listen, I look forward to hearing from you. May the podcast, may the books continue to add value to your lives. Um, I just, I just, I'm really thankful for this opportunity to just encourage people all around the world. All right. Enjoy the next episode and have an amazing day on purpose. Hey everyone, so this is B. Wendy Jackson, and I know, I know it's been a while before you've heard, since you've heard my voice. Y'all, I am learning to be um, just sensitive to the season that I'm in. I want you to know that I'm not quitting the podcast, okay? That's not what the Lord has had me do, but I have to kind of be sensitive and pace myself with the recordings. Um, I definitely want to be consistent. I definitely want to make sure that I'm showing up, but I'm also trying to do that without putting extra pressure on myself and just be just be sensitive. Um, I will tell you, well, before I jump in, I just started talking um, just because I have so much to share with you today. 
Um, but I want to just just welcome you to April, right? You may be listening to this episode. Uh, for some of you, I am recording um, on the evening of Resurrection Sunday. Uh, this is like the Super Bowl for Christians. It is a big deal because we celebrate that Jesus Christ is alive, right? And we serve a risen Savior. So if you are Christians all over, you may have enjoyed um, Sunday service, the Word of God, about the resurrection, about what the resurrection means, and you have probably been out with your family, taking pictures, engaging in activities, um, just really enjoying. It was a beautiful day here in Memphis, a little overcast. The sun was not out as much, but I'm very grateful. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I pray that the Lord uh, just draws your heart to Him. Listen, Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, anything to help you become the better version of yourself. And this is B. Wendy Jackson. I am your lovely host. I've been hosting this podcast since January 2020. That's right, January 2020. I had no idea a pandemic was going to come. And this podcast has been definitely listened to by many people all over the world, uh, not just in Memphis, not just in the USA, um, but all over the, the several countries and even in the Caribbean countries as well. And I'm just so thankful that I get to have to be a mouthpiece. Uh, I, I get to be a hope dealer. I get to um, spit spit out and, encur- you know, just share encouragement. And so I want to do... Um, I want to do more, you know, episodes. Some of the episodes may be uh, related to, to, to Christianity, the Word of God, uh, mental health. I, I do serve as a, a licensed clinical social worker, specifically a Christian therapist. It does not mean that everybody I see are Christians, but I do serve as a Christian therapist. I also love to do speaking engagements. So if you would like to have me come and maybe um, speak about mental health or faith or um, taking care of your emotional wellness or whatever related to that, you know, you are welcome to uh, get in touch with me. And the way that you can do that is that you can email me at info at aaopcs.net. Now, I am in a different season. And for those of you who don't already know, I am a newlywed, newly, new, newlywed. Um, July will be the first year of, of my marriage. And I am also a new mom. I have a four-year-old about to be five, y'all. Oh, my gosh. So life is busy. Life is busy. And there's a lot of great things happening. I'm super excited, but I'm also super grateful because God is always good. He is always good. So uh, let me just jump into this because I really want to focus the episode today on something different. I've been thinking about y'all. I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, I've got to record. Help me to put a recording out for Monday the 10th. And so here I am on the evening of Easter. I snuck away into my office to do some preparation for Monday. And I said, you know what, let me just release an episode. And so I really want to talk about um, just the effects, you know, why not to suppress your emotions, the, the how suppressing your emotions can really, really be destructive for for anybody. And so this, this is kind of inspired by, I was uh, really uh, um, blessed to have an opportunity to do a speaking engagement uh, in, in March, uh, mid-March. 
is I really want to share, um, I had like a 30 minutes to, to give an impactful speech, impactful talk uh, to some other social workers. And I really want to share this um, publicly uh, to my large audience on the podcast because I'm noticing more and more people are suppressing their emotions. More and more people are suppressing their emotions. So what does it mean to suppress? When I say suppress, I mean, that means uh, people may say, well, I compartmentalize. People may say, I just kind of stuff it down. Um, I just don't talk about it. I keep it locked in. Um, So basically suppressing means to to literally keep yourself from releasing. Uh, That means that you are just holding things in for whatever reason. And there's many reasons why people may suppress their emotions. They may be suppressing. I'm not talking about anything, not releasing their emotions because they may feel like there's nobody to talk to. They may feel like they don't want to go there. They may feel like they don't have time to feel. They may feel like it's not safe anywhere to do that. Um, or they may feel like, um, you know, it's better to just keep it, keep it to themselves because they're very private or, or very secretive. But I want you to know when we suppress our emotions, listen, all we're doing is, is making it more harmful and more destructive for our emotional wellness as well as our physical wellness, okay? And we're walking around and we're wearing a mask. Now, if you're new to my episode, if you're new to the podcast, there is an episode, um, episode one, uh, episode number 47 that really was about the mask that we wear, <laughs> And in this episode, you are welcome to go back and listen to episode number 47. So this is not going to be the same thing, but a lot of us are walking around. A lot of people are walking around wearing a mask because they have kind of mastered stuffing their feelings down. And what they're doing is that they're masking it with either alcohol or shopping or eating or spending money or working a whole lot. And it's not good, y'all. It's not good. So let me just ask you a question, okay? I can't see you, but you can hear me, okay? So wherever you are, I want you. I want to ask a question, and you just maybe, um, just maybe, I just let me know. Not you can't let me know, but just raise your hand or nod your head or something if you can identify. And so I'm gonna ask you a question. How many of you listening have identified with one or more of the following emotions? Maybe in the last maybe three months or maybe six weeks, or maybe last week, right? How many of you can say that you've identified with the emotion of disappointment, right? How many of you can say that you've identified with the emotion of anxiety? You felt anxious recently. What about discouraged? Have you felt discouraged? Have you felt defeated? What about sad? What about stressed? There's so many people walking around with so much pent-up stress, And it's coming out as anger and irritability and annoyance and impatience. People are ready to to, to really bite other people's heads off. Really, really short with each other, right? Have you felt frustrated lately? Have you felt distant or hurt or insecure, overwhelmed? You know, I see clients and they come with all of these emotions. Maybe Maybe not all at one time, but many clients are coming with these emotions. And so all of these emotions, I am 100% sure that some of you may say, I can identify with each of those emotions. Well, let me ask you a question. What did you do with it? How did you cope with these emotions? Did you suppress it? Did you acknowledge it? 
did you stuff it down or did you allow yourself to release the pressure? Did you allow yourself to acknowledge what you felt, express what you felt, and cope with it in a healthy way? Whether that's through writing, well, I'm going to get into that in a second. What did you do with it? Right? Many people ignore what they feel. And so I really want to take a few minutes to talk to you about the impact of what happens when we suppress or ignore our emotions. As a mental health therapist, I see this every single week. In fact, just recently I had a client come and um, and she literally has been um, not allowing herself to grieve. And she's not the only one. She's not allowing herself to grieve or she's been shaming herself kind of thinking that putting expectations that I should be I should be over this. Why am I crying so much? Why am I crying daily about my loved one's death? And I essentially had to explain to her, we grieve because we love. And you have not allowed yourself permission to grieve. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to acknowledge that I miss my mom. I miss my auntie. I miss so and so. It's okay to acknowledge that. And so um, there are so many people that are not allowing themselves, they're not kind to themselves or not even allowing themselves to feel or process what they're feeling. So they're hurting themselves in other ways. So let me just talk a little bit about the impact. So why is this not okay, right? Suppressing our emotions or masking them can lead to the following. Number one, it could lead to physical stress. Did you know that? It could lead to medical ailments. There are so many people walking around with medical illnesses because they have so much, so many unresolved emotions that have not been processed. They have not been released. You hold all that in, it's gonna, it's gonna go somewhere. It has to do something, right? If if it either it gets too overwhelming and the pressure comes out in unhealthy ways. I've heard Deborah Filetta say this, kind of like a burst pipe. If there's a little hole and there's too much pressure, it's going to come out, right? And it may cause some havoc. It may cause um, some destruction. It may cause a mess, right? And so that's what happens if once we hold things in so much. I've heard clients say this. They are very aware of it. They'll say to me, I hold it in and then one day I explode. And when I explode, I let it out on the wrong person. I let it out in the wrong way at the wrong time and I cause um, pain and hurt with my words. People are aware of it. They may not be aware of it in the moment. So, yes, it causes low energy when we hold things in. Sometimes we're, we're, we're fatigued and exhausted because there are some unprocessed emotions that, that need to be released. Sometimes people are experiencing anxiety. Their thought, their minds are constantly racing because they have so much in their minds that they haven't released. Depression, muscle tension, and even digestive system issues. Did you know that? That you can actually have digestive system issues because you haven't expressed and you haven't expressed your emotions. You know, if we have a physical wound, would you allow it to be untreated? What happens when we leave a physical wound untreated? Number one, you're right. It has the risk of being infected. And the longer, for those of you in the medical field, right, you can attest to this. The longer you leave it infected, the longer it stays untreated, it has the risk 
worst case scenario of becoming septic. And that's when the blood is poisoned, which could really be destructive to a person's physical health. So how is it that if we have a physical wound, that we're rushing to get it affect, to get it addressed, but yet we have emotional wounds and we're ignoring them? How, how is that okay? It's not, right? And so I, I, what are we doing about this? What are we doing about our emotions? Many of us, I know for sure, because I work with clients, many of us have not experienced safety enough to express our emotions and some of us don't even have the language what do I even say how do I begin to express what I feel how do we show up y'all when we're not being authentic when we're not being honest and some of us have had some narratives that were not very healthy about our emotions for example some women may have grown up and uh, at the moment of sharing emotions or expressing tears we're told big girls don't cry you know, wipe your face. Anybody got time for that? Maybe if you are a man listening, you may have heard. Come on now, man up. You're the man of the house. You ain't anybody going to take, anybody got time? You know, man don't cry, right? All those negative um, narratives that people are told about their emotions. You know, we know about the mask that we wear, right? The mask from the pandemic. Can I tell you something? People were wearing masks way before a mask in 2020. And and I want you to go back and listen to episode 47 because I talk about that. But let me just kind of explain to you or share with you some of the signs that, that maybe we may be uncomfortable with our emotions. How do you know that you may be uncomfortable with emotions? Have you started crying and immediately try to cover up your face or found yourself saying, I'm sorry, apologize for displaying your emotions? Have you ever sat with someone as they shared something sad or difficult or confrontational? You found yourself holding back or smile or laugh. Have you found yourself when somebody gives you a compliment? Have you ever found yourself feeling uncomfortable and not sure how to respond or react? Do you tend to avoid conflict or confrontation in your relationships? Does anger seem to be the easiest emotion for you to express? In fact, is anger your go-to? Do you have a tendency to try to distract or numb yourself when you're not feeling good? When you're not feeling good, have you ever had the thought that maybe you or someone else being emotional was a sign of weakness, or that if you allow people to see your vulnerability, that something is wrong with you, that that you're not strong enough? And I hate the word enough, but you're not strong, right? All of those, and these, this is not a whole conclusive list, but these are some examples of how. There are there is a problem with discomfort with our emotions. Can I tell you something? God gave us emotions. He created us with so many emotions. It's okay to have emotions. It's okay to feel sad or angry or upset or irritated or annoyed or overwhelmed. The real thing is, how can we make sure that we're honest with ourselves? And how can we make sure that we're honest with each other? And so what do we do with it? We acknowledge it, first of all, right? We acknowledge it. We acknowledge what we feel, identify what we feel. Well, what if I don't know where to begin? What if I don't know how to identify what I feel? What if I don't have time? What do you mean if you don't have time? If you don't know how to identify what you feel, 
And if you're saying I don't have time, then I want you to think about how is what you're doing causing harm or destruction to your relationships with yourself or to your relationships with others? How is suppressing? What are the effects? Look around you. What chaos is being created by you suppressing your emotions? Who have you exploded on recently? Who are you not even able to connect with because you're packing everything down? You're trying to stay in isolation. You're trying to pretend that you're okay when you're not. Who are you not able to nurture? What friendships are you not able to nurture because you're not okay? But you walk around with a smile pretending that you're okay. So this has to be a priority. So number one, identify what you feel. You know, in therapy, I use a feelings wheel. It may sound, you know, oh, everybody. No, I like to use a feelings wheel because I believe that therapy gives us language to speak up, to express yourself and own your story so that we can do the work. And so if you're not in therapy, get you a feelings wheel. If you are in therapy and your therapist hasn't hasn't talked about the feelings wheel, ask about the feelings wheel. You could even go on Google and Google a feelings wheel to help you identify what you feel. Get you a journal. Just identify it. Give yourself permission to acknowledge, I feel this way. Not I feel like, I feel overwhelmed. I feel annoyed. I feel excited. I feel indifferent. I feel sad. And you know what? For those of you who are believers, God wants you to express that and process that process that with the king. Process that with him. Let him know how you feel. He already knows, but he wants you to cast over all of that onto him. Right? Number two, allow yourself to feel what you feel. You know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to take a moment, take a break at work, get your mental health day. It's okay to take a vacation. It's okay to to write a little bit in your journal, listen to some music, but also feel what you feel. Now, I'm not talking about staying in the pit for a long time, but allow yourself to feel the emotion, whatever the emotion is. Number three, you may have to either honor what you feel or regulate what you feel. So if you're feeling really angry, right, it's okay to honor, but but how are you going to respond? What are you going to do with your anger? So Regulating might mean you may need to take a couple deep breaths by breathing in with your stomach and breathing out with your mouth just to regulate, just to settle down, um, just to bring yourself down, right? It may also mean that you need to change your thinking, change what you're thinking about because everything begins with our thoughts and our behaviors. When we want to change our behaviors, we have to start with changing our thinking. Now, if you're struggling with doing that on your own, then please seek help. Seek therapy, seek help, talk to a mentor, go to somebody, your pastor, seek a therapist, right? Seek wisdom, definitely, if you cannot do this on your own, okay? Um, But I just want to say this because, I want to share this because we don't get to excuse our behavior just because we we have these feelings. We, we've got to take ownership of our stuff. We've, it's not okay to keep hurting people just because we have all these feelings. I heard somebody tell me, well, I just know how to compartmentalize. That is not sexy. That's not cute. That 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 is a way that somebody has um, found a way to justify their behavior. It's not okay. I understand what they were saying. 
Okay, but what happens when you when you lock those feelings up in that drawer? Do you go back and pick them up and deal with it? No. You you put it you put it in a box and you leave it there and you go to work and you never come back and deal with it. Right? So I really want you to just kind of listen to this and ask yourself, okay, what am I feeling? What am I what am I feeling? And become aware of your emotions. And then the second thing is allowing yourself to feel that. Write it down. Right? Why are I feeling this way? Okay, I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling lonely. Okay, what's happening in my life that's making me feel lonely? I'm feeling um, anxious. What's what? What am I thinking about? What's what's on my mind? What what what's, what what thoughts are racing in my head that's making me feel anxious? And maybe it's I feel accepted. I feel peaceful. Also capture the positive emotions as well. Allow yourself to if you're feeling excited. Feel the excitement. If you feel happy, just because everybody else around you is not happy doesn't mean that you suppress your happiness because you don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. I've heard it the opposite way. Feel your happiness. Go on to work. Good morning, sunshine. You know, be joyful. If you feel joy, by all means, share that joy. Right? Live your joy. So this goes both for positive emotions and for negative emotions, right? So I hope this is helpful. This is just something to give you to reflect on so that you can practice some emotional awareness and be emotionally healthy because healthy people, according to my mentor, Deborah for later, healthy people make healthy relationships. Listen, this is be Wendy Jackson. I'll be back next time with another episode. I hope I don't take too much long. I don't hope I don't take too long as I did. Um, I gave you a, a long break for me. <laughs> but I want to hear from you. So you could email me info at aaopcs.net. I'll put that in the show notes. This is be Wendy Jackson. Listen, please practice emotional awareness. Please do some assessment about what emotions are you suppressing? How are you allowing yourself to feel what you feel? And what are you doing about it? How are you coping? How are you taking care of your health? Spiritually, physically, emotionally. Okay? Because we don't we don't get we don't get to make excuses. We don't get to make excuses just because we feel what we feel to hurt other people. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now.